the language more, which is actually the reason why I went back this year, because I was like, do you know what? As an artist, outside of obviously like just loving my culture, as an artist, I need that influence. Mm. Especially how big Afrobeats is right now as mm. well. Like, that's even mm. a whole nother conversation. Like mm. Afrobeats is completely taking over the world right now. Mm. And it's like you'd you'd be stupid to not tap into your own culture. Of course. People mm. that don't yeah. understand people that are not from Nigeria speak our language just because it's big. Do you know how many it's popular? Do you know how many like white people my mom my mom says me in WhatsApp? Yeah, no, she, speaking. She admit, speaking. Exactly, because Yo, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a pop, it's pop culture now. It's pop culture now. It's like popular to be African, which I don't know how I feel about that on a, on a, on a deeper level. It's popular level, to be African it's popular without to be African taking right the struggles. Everyone just wants to be exactly. African. Exactly. Everyone just wants to say, one in one, one, me. But yeah, they don't want to actually know where everyone's actually looking. Where so. are you? Where are you? <laughs> yeah, where are you in life? Like, what's actually going on with you? Now, when I came, like, I was, um, yeah, I became very angry per se oh, why is that out of frustration because i had friends okay. i had a i had a whole life and i feel like i wasn't given a choice to come here okay even though like it's much better for me and, I, and i'm loving the life here it's meant i've had to leave a lot of my, so even when i go back home and i'm trying to chill with my friends from they can feel the difference yeah. i can feel the difference uh our interests aren't aligned anymore like bro like we used to have fun after school, running to the to the um in, um the cafe, the internet cafe to go and play PlayStation for fucking twenty naira for ten minutes, play one game, face what each other quickly. Naira. But now I come to um to Nigeria, bring my PlayStation. These guys are like, yeah, 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 let's play FIFA. I'm like, oh, relax, I'm not here to play FIFA. Mm. But to them, it's still something that's like, yeah, oh, you've got PS4, you you got this, you got that, yeah, yeah, let's let's play. I'm like. I just want to go out and enjoy the the where, where, what Nigeria has to offer. For them, mm. that's normality. For me, mm. I'm like, I can't really chill with you lot because all you lot want to do is mm. focus on the tech that I'm bringing to focus on what my life is like here. Mm. But for me, I'm like, I want to see the life the land. here. Yeah. And anytime I go out with them, I feel like the onus is on me to spend more because mm. I'm like... You're from Britain. Yeah, You're I'm from, from Britain. Britain. Yeah. And th- yeah, cool, the money here into the money there, it's a lot, but I'm like, fam, fam. What's when I'm got- over there, the money's not enough. But I'm here and you lot expecting me to be doing bottles in, 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 in fucking Club Quinox, cause like, it's not it, cause Quinox, I'm not here to Quinox, be spending, Quinox. I'm, I'm not Quinox here to be spending 50, 50 racks on a bottle of Kovosia between three guys, please. My question, I, I wanted to ask you guys, what's your like, um, take on like, the fact that, and this happens for everyone. When you go back to Nigeria, like having to bring gifts and having to give. No, it's mad. My parents just went Niger. Yeah, <laughs> I kid you not. Because I had, don't know how I feel about. They that had person. one suitcase each. Why did they go to the airport with seven? Because of gifts for people. Seven. You know what's mad? To weigh the suitcases now, yeah. We have we have a digital um scale and mm-hmm. an analog one. We use the analog one now. My dad called me. Said, "Come, come and stand on this scale." Mm-hmm. He gets my weight. It. Now I have to go and get the suitcase out. Hot. He said, "You've been too much using muscle." Now I have to hold the suitcase, and he deducts the weight from. Yeah, from, from, from my weight. <laughs> Seven times I had to do that, fam. Why is the suitcase thirty-two kg? It has to be twenty-four. Nah, man. My auntie came. She said, "Yeah, we're taking this Nigeria." I looked inside. There's tissue and napkin. But what's your take on it, though? Because I personally don't feel like, and people like think I'm bad for, for saying this, but. I feel like I'm not obliged just because I'm from the UK. I'm not obliged to bring you gifts just yeah. because I'm from the UK. I'm not obliged to give you money. I think like, we have our own struggles but out here. On like, the, but on the flip side, what? when you go there, they're yeah. not obliged to look after you. They're not. They're not obliged. They're not obliged. To, to look they're not obliged, obliged to house you. So they're it's not. a it's a tip for tap. That's yeah, what, I, that's what I do. Give and take. I, I feel like 
definitely, especially when it's family, it's uh-huh. like. No, but my one, cousins, my cousins will be asking me for iPhones. Yeah, number number one. Like, I want an iPhone 13 Pro, bro. Getting an iPhone 13 Pro for myself. No, number one, it's <laughs> the bill's high. Our, it's in our culture, isn't it? Yeah, it's in our culture to when someone's in a better situation yeah. to help other people. Okay. That's number one. Number two, you're you're in a different country. It's it's always gonna be like that. For I can what are your thoughts on it? Do you feel like it's necessary? I don't, I don't feel. I don't, I don't feel think like it's, it's necessary. necessary. I, it's not necessary, but. You know what I mean? It's what's going on. Yeah, I think for me, obviously coming from someone who was there as well, where people were coming, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, get me this." I, it's needed because you you help them out a lot more than you think. Okay. Like when I'm going back home, even though I don't know how many of my friends I'll see or how many of them might need what I get. I always like I'll I'll go to Argos and I'll buy a bill of them like twenty, thirty pound watches and just buy bears. Yeah. And that's what I'm handing out to people. I was even gonna say more time. It's not even the stuff that you buy. It's, it's more often it's things that you don't use anymore. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I do. I take a lot of stuff I don't use anymore. Electronics, all of that. Mm-hmm. So if I'm, I clean my wardrobe, or yeah. Bro, I don't every time I'm going to Nigeria, my mom always um we don't carry bare luggages. We cargo in it. We we ship it over there. Yeah, same. My mom does so the now same. I just go through my wardrobe, even if I'm going, my uncle's going, and anything I know I'm not wearing. Even if I am wearing it, but I know well, I could do know, without it. Yeah. Pack it up give it and away, I say, okay, same. give this, this, this to that person. Give this, this, this to that person. And okay. I message them on Facebook say, yo, um, my mum should be giving you this, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Go to the house on so, so, so day and pick it up. It's little things because then when next I'm there, bro, the appreciation and, okay, and the yeah, love definitely. they show me, it even makes me feel like, yeah, now nah, I need to do this next time. I remember I'm last time I went, uh-huh. fam, last time I went, I took my new era belt and I gave it. That, you remember my new era belt? <laughs> that belt. <laughs> I, have, I have one of yours. Bro, the black one, innit? Mm-hmm. This joke, man, fam. <laughs> when did I give it to you? Like, he said new 2018. Era? He what? still has it. It's What's 2022. That? I had a red one. He said, I don't care. I had a, because I got the black one and red one together for some reason. I okay. got a red one, but I never wore it. Took it over. Hey, I gave it to one of my little cousins. This guy was beaming. So happy. Oh, look, look, I belt. Listen, belt. Bro. Gushy. Nah, bro. My, my, my mum would bring them. Um, Job of my cousin and my mom would bring some of his clothes, especially bro. There was one belt she brought, bro. I tucked in everything for a whole year just so people could see the belt. It was something, bro. Even when I come, the belt, bro. It was like twenty. It's twenty five pounds. Like I could grab the belt easily, but mm. they brought it back for me. Like it was like, bro, take this couple of other clothes, bro. I was. It's just a good gesture. Oh yeah, I was so happy about it, bro. Mm. I was showcasing and letting everyone know. This you guys are making me feel from. like I have to keep because I'm not. Nah, like, I was gonna to, stop you, doing you, it. You have to. Well, give gifts. I was gonna stop doing it. I hate you. I, go, <laughs> so I said I hate you. What's your reasoning? What's your reasoning? Because I feel like whenever I give gifts, like I feel like not even like whenever I give gifts, but I feel like it's a, it's like it's expected of me, mm, that's and that's what I don't like. I don't like the fact that it's expected of me. Like I want to be able to bring gifts, and I'm bringing gifts because I want to bring gifts because so I want to. You don't want to be asked. Oh, no, yeah. like my cousin, like last time I came, like I bought him like some stuff from Boogie, like some like basketball, like um, outfits. You know, oh yeah, they, they love those. I bought him like that kind of stuff in it. But then afterwards it was like, I just gave you all of that. Now you're asking me for an iPhone 13 Pro. You didn't even ask me for an yeah, iPhone. Yeah, see, like, that's the one thing. Like, that's my, in my no, but What you got need to bear in mind is that they don't know that we're like, you know, still taking, on our, our, own journey. taking our contract that can affect our whole life if you can't pay it. They don't understand. So, what is your, your job is to like understand that? Forget about that. Do what you can. Yeah. yeah. I don't care what they're asking for. Yeah. Like, honestly speaking, like, do what you can. Get my yeah. iPhone SE. 
Bro, get yeah. an iPhone 4. Like, like all my old iPhones, iPhones bro. Wait, my mom's going, I take it. He said, Auntie, I want an iPhone 13 Pro. You'll be like, yeah, what? You get what I'm and saying? You are who? That's what you have to I say. I told him, I'm not going to lie. Manage to do clothes I bought you. Mm. Just manage. Be honest. It's a lot. Like, manage it. Right now, Auntie's got her a lot of things that she's doing for herself. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I can't get you. I, like, I got my own. Everybody that's why, yeah, yeah. That's why I feel for my parents. Like, I feel like sometimes I get mad and I'm like, like I, give, I could give my mum, like, what, £500 in yeah. a month. Yeah. But then I'm over here in convos and she's like giving, like, my uncle, like, £600. Yeah. And it's like what? But Why? Then I, but then I understand. I understand the significance that people from abroad look at London with. Yeah. And it's like, but at the same time, I can't lie. I've got cousins there. I've got fam. I've got friends there from school. And it's like, no, I I'm think not doing that. Especially with the with our parents' generation, mm. it's gonna stop with us, and it's gonna completely probably stop with our kids, isn't it? No, mm. definitely. Especially I, our parents' generation. I feel like we do. I think just even like from hearing what your you guys' thoughts on it, I feel like it is important to embed that into our children, though, because it is it's important to like tap into helping others that are going through. No, like, of course, you know, it's godly, isn't it? In general, like one hundred percent, definitely. But um, what I wanted to ask you guys is so. You spoke about Mary Esther. Mm-hmm. I'm going to ask Cams first. Mm-hmm. How, so, you got shit to without, you know, by joint enterprise. <laughs> Why do you keep saying that? No, nah, joint <laughs> enterprise is the worst. You have to call it how it is. Okay. No, facts. Call it spin. How did you come back? Obviously, you came back for a couple of holidays. A couple of annual leaves. Mm-hmm. But how did you, like, come back? Your homecoming. How, how did that come about? You know what's so funny? I love the way you said homecoming because when I came back, I'm going to go forward and come home. back. Uh, yeah. When I, I told you story so many times. When I came back on Facebook, I was like, I'm back. And I'm, <laughs> I never get, I'm home and I'm never going back. And I posted a link for P. Diddy and Skylar Grey coming home. And I was like, I'm back. Like, I'm coming home. But I posted that. I posted that now. And everyone was like, damn. And my mum was like, delete that post from Facebook. Why are you making it seem like you was in prison? Get that post gone. But... Honestly speaking, I was meant to do three years. I was meant to do the whole of junior secondary school, but I came back in. I came back after year eight. Why? Because because apparently I was young in it, but apparently my dad was like, "Whoa, like, what's going on with shout pops, up? man? Power shout pops, out shout apparently, out, I don't know shout if it's true. Out, my pops was like, apparently, like, yo, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, Moving like Harvey, from yeah, like, where is he pops, there? Man. And my mom was like, she had to bring him back because they were asking questions like, yo, like. Where's your son? You know, can we still have him down to be going to school? Is he still a citizen? Da, 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 da. So, sad to bring him back abruptly. So, okay. yeah. Yeah, that's my thing. Fair enough. Esther? What, what's the question? <laughs> the shots are kicking, in it? They are. I'm actually a bit... <laughs> what can't were the lie, I've had a bit too much of that Lassarella stuff. I'm going to allow you. <laughs> what were the circumstances around you coming back to the UK? So, shout out to Mary. Mary, Mary. was very, like involved in like helping me connect to my mom because we weren't allowed phones in our boarding school mm. is this a prison it's a it prison is, it is. bro you got phones it is. Bro. boarding school is a prison and I'm telling you I was sneaking out to go and buy Suya she had to sneak me in the packs of Indomie calm, Indomie was luxury at that point in my life Indomie, Indomie was contraband was that's what they called it luxury there was a list of man contraband man said Indomie and chicken was, was on mine you got Indomie you was living on you was living on cloud 10, yeah. not even cloud 9, Indomie cloud dry, 10. In the me dry, bro. Yeah. Dry. Yeah. Bro, I was having dry in the me. Like, not me, not me, not me, but people. <laughs> so wait, you opened this pack. No, no, no. No, 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 no. they had, they had their up. own. They had the, you, there's, a, you, there's a different type of Indomie that you can but scrunch up. Do you remember those stoves? 
And Where like, like there's those um those handy stoves and they got yeah, the fire yeah, and yeah. and that's yeah, how you yeah, make your, 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 your kerosene. Kerosene. <laughs> kerosene. Oh my gosh. No cat. Hey, it was kerosene nah. cookers. That no, is great memory. Cat. That's good memory because I forgot about that. Kerosene. 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 The struggle. Oh my. Bro, Toby, my, don't my be coming for us. You're gonna go back to Nigeria. You're gonna my see your people. Stuff. You're gonna is, see your I don't think before we move on though. I feel like. Nigerian cornflakes is so different to cornflakes here. I love did you, it. What brand did you have? That blue one. What's that thing called? Um, I had Good Morning. It was Good Morning. Good Morning. That's some. Um, that's some. Um, that's Golden Morning. Golden Morning. Golden Morning is. Yeah. Uh, is that a shot? <laughs> I don't know. Go, go, Golden Morning. Golden <laughs> Morning. It's not. It's not cornflakes. It's more like Cerulac. It's, it's like Cerulac. Yeah. It's yeah. like Cerulac. Oh. That, that's struggle. <laughs> I hear this quickly. Yeah. So I was in Nigeria, what, three years ago? And Kams was like to me, yeah, bro, I'm going to need you to bring me some, some cornflakes. Yeah, he said, get me, I want, it was good morning, innit? Yeah. Good morning, cornflakes. <laughs> and in my head, you're going to take a shot because it's, it's not that. No, it's golden they, no, there's two, right. Fire Ballet, there's good morning, cornflakes. The one oh, with the little chicken on it. Oh, yeah, sorry. And then there's, there's golden one, which is the blue one, which yeah. is amazing, innit? Yeah. Golden and, one. And I like, was, oh. in my head, like, I just went to the shop and I just bought bare golden one. And I was like, yeah, Cams, I brought you back three packs of golden one. This thing was like, I said, good morning, cornflakes. I was like, nah, bro, I got it, I got it. I was like, bro, cornflakes. I'm still eating them till today. <laughs> what, what, what the hell is all of this, Jackie? Bro, bro I got what, no, what listen, the hell am I going to do this? this? Now. 2022, Kamzo, Camille, I have no business with Golden Moon, bro. Yeah, 100% no business. We're leveling up, man. No, I got, I got no nah, business. Golden Moon is the ghetto, man. Golden Moon is the ghetto. My office in the morning and, for and, breakfast. And open my drawer in the morning when I'm feeling a bit low. Golden one is there, bro. Two nah, packs. Man, man. Ready. Golden one is dead, man. What is it like? Cornflakes? It's no, like, nah, nah. It's oats. It's like yeah, dead. It's, oats, it's like dead wheat bix I got a dead spare pack, bro. I'll give it to you. You give it to me, <laughs> bro. We I promise you. I promise you. You will love it. You give it to me. You will love it. Do you, know okay. I, do you know what though? You might like it for like the first like four or five. It's not something you eat every day that, though. It is. You'll think this is bullshit. It's a once in a while thing, bro. It's like wee bits. Wee bits last night. Okay, it's not like wee bits. It's year, like bro. ready. It's like ready it's oats. like ready oats, ready oats, but like it's like Nigerian version. Nigerian version. Dirty. <laughs> it's not my food. You're calling dirty, bro. Not I'll, I'll flog you. Dirty. <laughs> you better but, go to the corner and stool down, cuz. <laughs> Back to what I was saying though about Mary, Mary, about Mary. Mary, she was obviously like in charge of my particular division of um, mm. what do you want to call it, of um, the boarding school yeah. at the time, and she would like sneak me in under me. Mum would send like clothes and stuff for me to like wear, just take pictures in her room and stuff, just to right. feel like I'm back like in London. Like, I got sent books and like provisions like, out like obviously because in Lo- in Nigeria you don't have like UK snacks. So like I would like get some Oreos and just stuff that just reminds me of home. Do you know what I mean? Like that was a time where um the prince got married to Kate. Yeah. O- so like o- they, they would 11, send yeah. me like the like the um the the magazines of like the updates of what's going on. Stop! Stop! Your mum is cheeping. You're laughing. Nah, stop. sorry. You're, you're laughing. You're laughing. Mad. You know what I hate? You're laughing, but I'm I'm angry. Told <laughs> me because that that's so. I didn't cheeky. have that. <laughs> No, I'm angry because I'm I envy oh, you right now. Oh, I thought he was angry like for me because I was no, upset. I'm, I'm, I'm you're you under punishment, talking, however, we're, we're, still gonna, we're still gonna yeah, make sure you're updated Oreos. with the life you're leaving I behind. Oreos. I was in a walk Man is so down in the mud that she that she wants to hear about Kate and Prince. Really. I did, I did, <laughs> I did, I did. And do you know what's mad? Mary, just because so, I'm diverting, sorry. Mary basically, long story short, 
at the time I had like a little like sneaky link. In Nigeria? No, in London. Oh, I was going to huh? say. And she would basically let me call him on her phone. Damn. So like, I was getting like the insides. I was getting to talk to my guy. I was getting to like eat Indonesia. Did you ever FaceTime him? I did. And he was like, he was like. FaceTime him in 2010. Your... Were you wearing a hat? No, I was ah, just... <laughs> not like that. That's what Gaff was saying. Yo, he said <laughs> I promise you, look at Gaff. That's I'm what you're looking at. You. I'm not looking at Gaff. I'm looking at you. I that's what you said in your mouth. That, that's needed, someone that's here in the UK. Because she could He's not used to it. It's you. Because he did not say anything. It's you that'll pee on my. You know what, though? See what Mary's done. She's done the right thing. Because see, when you bust. In the free, when, you, when you actually bust. She dims me. Shout out to Mary. She dims me. You're never going to forget her. Yeah. No, she dims me all the time. Like, she's like, Esther, like, you're a celeb now. What's going on? That's like, it. Like, the only, I ain't going to say too much because I'm alive in it. But what I will say is shout out to Mary because she made a phone call basically when Boko Haram hit that they were going to come and invade our school because they were near our area. Mm-hmm. She was like, look, stay, yeah. your daughter's going to get... Yeah, yeah, take it. She's gonna get taken, so you need to collect her. So shout out to Boko Haram. Oh, so oh, because if Boko Haram didn't happen, I would not be back in London right now. Hey, no. I would not be but so she's on her own. No, 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 she's on her. She's like she's so um, by herself I'm right not now. So, no. Sorry, let me land. 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 I'm not shouting out to Boko Haram, but I mean, like, if Boko Haram did not happen, no, I would no, still no, no, be no, in no, line. No, 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 no. Ladies and gentlemen, the views of oh, Esther, Esther of Esther and, and Esther and alone. <laughs> Please, oh, I don't want to get I done for joint not, enterprise. I am not condoning. <laughs> just to make it very clear, before you guys over make it make it what it's nah. not. Let me land. Go on. What I will say is, I'm not condoning Boko Haram, but what I'm trying to say is, if Boko Haram did not happen. Man was gonna be in Nige for too long. Do you understand? She basically said, "Shout out to 9/11 because I missed work that day. If I went to work that day, I would have. I would have done what I wanted to do. If you don't want about, I was gonna get. All I'll say is, ladies and gentlemen, if this is our last visual, fair enough. Just enjoy it. First and last. Words are powerful, guys. This will not be the last. This is the first of millions to come in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. But please don't take us off the air. Don't get controversial, man. No way, no way. So Mary made that phone call to your mum. She called. She used to call, talk to my mum regularly. Okay. But how often? The, how often? But this is the thing. Week? My mum would like, like, buy her like nice shoes and bags. She was sweet in her. Do you understand? Nigeria. She was Nigeria. sweet in Mary. So Mary was ready. She was like, "What? I got a hold. Esther's my girl. I got to hold her down. Do you understand? There was a time where, like, because obviously it was a Catholic school. There was like um, nuns everywhere. Mm. So there was a time where the nuns came into her room and I had to hide under her dirty bed. Why do you have to hide? Because, you wasn't meant uh, to be there, no? Uh, I'm not meant to be hanging out with... What? Oh, so you're a headmaster. Oh. I'm no, not meant to be cool with what her. What would happen if you got caught? What? What are you doing here? I'm going to get flogged. Yeah, it's a It's a serious flogging. It's given 12 years it's a slave. A, you know those... Facts. Have you seen those flogs? Those, those beige Koboko. sticks. Koboko, yeah. Those oh, beige sticks. Oh, I know the sticks you're talking about. I mean, I, I, the cane. Let's just call cane. it a cane. Yeah, the cane. I just get caned out of my bed sometimes because I was sleeping for too long. Mm. It's not yeah, a joke. Same. It's not funny. What, like power? Wake up, nigga. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. Three times over, nigga. <laughs> yeah, like, like you're sleeping it, for too long. So That's st- it. I, you can't sleep face up otherwise you're getting out of your chest. You can't. You're getting bad. I just feel like this. Bro, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just in case. Just in case. Just in case. Man had to tuck a roll, bro. Man had to just tuck a roll. Sometimes, man said you can't sleep face up. No, you can't. You're going to get... I'm gonna be honest, yeah, because I I used to get I used to get in so much trouble, bro. I'd leave my pillow on that side so that way they think my upper body's there, bro. Period. 
Like this. Just so if they do hit me, it's hitting my legs still. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Nah, you oversleep. Hundred percent. You're in trouble. And do you know what's they're laughing, but it's not funny. It's not funny. It's <laughs> we can only laugh now. Do I? If it I wasn't get... trauma for me back then because that, that was my bread and butter. But if... I, well, I got some questions. So looking back okay. at it, it's crazy. Finish story. on how you know the, the events that led back to you coming. So Boko Haram. So yeah, Boko Haram. Oh, hi guys. Did you cane? I got caned. Yes, I did get caned. <laughs> so Boko Haram. I go flopped. <laughs> no, Boko Haram basically like, yeah, it was a thing. And then, yeah, she called my mum and was like, you, yeah, you, you need to you come and get your girl still. like, Because she's going to get kidnapped. And because she's the only British one here. Like, she's going to be a couple She's going to come with you, you book girl. Come with you, book girl. What is your name? My name is... We didn't hit jackpot too. We didn't hit jackpot. Nah, listen. Nigeria, you gotta fight for your life when you're out there. No cap. You gotta fight for your life. The seniors, they were coming for me left, right, center every day. They're like, so you think you're big because you're from London now? You think because you're a Londoner? That was my name, Londoner. Bro, Londoner. To get out of That was my nickname. Londoner. As far as them money my boarding school were concerned, my dad was in the army. Anytime they wanted to beat me up, don't you know my dad is in the army? He's gonna come and flog all of you. Like, oh. please, oh, I'm telling you, I'm oh. looking out for you. Oh. Bro, they didn't care. My dad never came. Oh. The whole time I was in that school, my dad never came. They only ever saw my grandma, cuz. Like they even say. beat me even more, cuz. No, but you know, I was lying. Do, you know, do you know what was mad, though? Like, I really, like, just on a, on a more, like, serious note, like, what was really bad about, like, boarding school that I, like, was mad? Like, two things. So. Sorry, before you get there. Yeah. So, book around. Mary called your mom. Book around and come in. What? Your mom brought you home. I'm actually deep. This is actually my life. I'm talking about. This is very. Your, your mom brought you home, yeah. So basically, uh, my mom like she told on a friend. My mom was crying and she was like, "Oh, I need my daughter back." I got brought back to London and yeah, I was back from there. I went. I moved schools. Like, I moved to Cranwoods. Shout out to Cranwoods. Mm-hmm. Free Yeah, I left BBA <laughs> and I was, I became, I'm not going to lie. I feel like going to Cranwoods, if I'm going to be honest, it really changed my perspective on life. Yeah, like, you had bare beef. I was like in a whole different place because obviously BBA was near home and I was like around familiar faces, whereas I was in a, like a whole new environment there. Mm. But that aside, um, the two things I was talking about. Let me just about, introduce. No, go, so, go, go. Seriously. I feel like you're going to answer my question. So my next oh, question okay. is, how did your experience in Nigeria change your perspective on life, negatively or positively? Okay, so negatively, I'll start with negative just to get out of the way. Fair enough. Um, there, was a, there was a girl, and I will never forget her. Her name is Maris. She's like got um, like a really bad disability. I don't know what the disability is, but she can't walk or talk properly. And she yeah. went to my school. And she really liked me in it. Like she was like, she always wanted to be around me and stuff. And um, what happened to her was they, her family dropped her there. Because in Nigeria, I don't know if you've heard, but when people are disabled, they yeah. say it's like the witch, it's like witchcraft and stuff. So they disown yeah, their kids. Bad karma. Or, or they leave their kids at like um, lakes and stuff. So it's like real. Lakes? Life. Yeah. They will leave the child at well, lake. That was um, a lot. Like They still do that. Yeah. They still do that. Some people still do that, like it's not as much as they used to, but they still do that on a high scale. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's now a lot of like institutions that treat, there is, yeah. there is, but a lot of people still do it regardless. That's do you know what I'm trying to say? I and mean, that's just me like shedding light on that. But outside of that, that lady Maris was left at the school because her parents obviously thought she was a witch and stuff. Left her there. 
they didn't come back to get her. She never went on holiday. She never had some summer holiday. She would be there helping the nuns clean up the school in preparation for the kids to come. And back. she couldn't walk at all. She could walk, but she couldn't walk properly, and she couldn't talk properly. Bro. Yeah, and she had a really bad man. eyesight. Her name's Marius, mm. and meeting her made me realize, wow, like. This is a whole different world because in London, I feel like they go out of their way to really help people that have disabilities. Yeah. Like people that have disabilities in the UK, there's like so much put in place for them to feel comfortable mm. and to feel like they're okay and they're they're normal because they are normal human beings. Mm-hmm. They just have obviously their own, you know, experiences and stuff that are different from the norm of a normal human being. Not a normal human being, but someone that hasn't got a disability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to edit that to make it sound right. Um, but yeah. You articulate yourself. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, long story short, is meeting her made me realise, wow, like, I can't imagine my parents just leaving me somewhere and just not ever coming to come and get me because they feel like I'm... A witch. A witch. I come out of your bloody womb. I came out of your vagina. And you don't want to look after That's me. That's crazy. And from there, I know that's obviously on a, a whole other scale, but... Meeting that Maris, and I still remember her name, Maris, is because she was such a happy girl. She was full of so much life. Mm. Like, we used to listen to a lot of music in school. Like, everyone would be, like, doing drums on the table, like, that type of vibe. She was so, like, enthusiastic about life. But in my head, I was like, damn, she's really going through it. But she puts a brave face because it's the, that's the only thing she can do mm. to keep herself above water. And that was when I deeped. I was like, wow. It's a whole other life people are living in Nigeria. So... It opened my eyes and made me realise, wow, I have so much to be grateful for back home. So that's on the bad side. But then on the good side, even though that's obviously also good, on the good side, music. Wizkid was coming out when I went to Nigeria. Mm. His first project, Superstar, came out. Swear. Superstar with a Ray-Ban. That was the the first I ever heard of Wizkid when I was in in boarding school. So for me, that was a moment. I was like, who is this guy? You see me, Jabba. Hello, Jabba. It was a thing. Everyone was singing it in the campus. I was like, rah, who's Wizkid? And then look at Wizkid today. Do you know what I mean? So I think there's so many different ways I was influenced by the experience, but Musically, I was like so inspired because out there they listen to a lot of commercial music. I didn't realize, I guess, me being ignorant, I thought they only listened to Afrobeats before I went there. And then when I was out there listening to Nicki Minaj and Lady Gaga, and I was like, everyone's like in tune. Yeah. Obviously, I love music, so that was kind of my way to connect with people out there outside yeah. of the drama. But Wizkid, being being in Nigeria when Wizkid first landed felt like a moment for I can me. imagine. I remember primary school when Soldier yeah. came out from everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, mm. it was mad, and like, and you could see. I didn't know Whiskey would be who he is today, but you could see from that just superstar, the Ray Bands, the Bakuruma, all of them songs. You could see, damn, Nigeria's mm. going through like a a shift, and I, mm. it just felt nice to be around. No, but fair happening. enough. Cam, yeah. what are you telling me? Um, positive and negative. Yeah. Um, probably positive. Um, like Esther said, grateful. Allow me to just understand what I've got. Mm-hmm. Place more significance on stuff that I'm used to, like just electric, like clean roads and electric. Electric, like at the time, obviously not like now because mm. everyone's got money now. But traffic, um, the food I'm eating, having people that I can talk to accessibly, like mm-hmm. internet and that. Because when I went to Nigeria, like Wi-Fi and internet, when a thing Slow. like that, 
Like, see, when we was on Wi-Fi, they were still on dial-in, and it was like, you can't use the house phone yeah, at the same time. Yeah. But on the negative... Stop neg- laughing at... Yeah, no, it's, it's I'm laughing at me too. Oh, no, no, yeah, fair, but on the fair. negative side... I didn't have DSTV. Sorry, bro, go on. Shout no, out to no, DSTV. I had GoTV, so okay. forget it. But on the, neg- on the negative side, it's more like... Hmm, what could I say? I feel like just feeling like you're accountable for everybody. Like, in Nigeria, like... You can't walk on a on a humble street and feel like you don't have to like you owe somebody you something. owe someone something. Mm-hmm. And it's like in the UK right now, really and truly, you only owe like not to be vulgar, but like, you know, a homeless person, you know, you might have to give them a pound or two. But in Nigeria, like from a homeless person to the person selling you food, to the to your family, to your till your your headmaster, your your driver, your headmaster, your friend, you, you're actually accountable. Because I'm from the UK. I am actually accountable for all of these people. And it's like, that's mad because I'm going to come to the UK and feel like, J-Man, Esther, tell me, anything nice you do for me, I owe you back. Yeah. And that's not how life is. You might be True. doing this because, mm. you might be doing this for a good reason. You might be doing mm-hmm. it for gratitude because you want to. But being from Nigeria, you, you almost feel like nobody's real. Everything everything that's done for you, you have to pay you them back. You have to pay them back. 100%. So yeah, that's, that's a negative from it, to be honest. Yeah, Ooh, I feel that. Mad, mad, mad. I agree with that. All right, cool. So um, anyway, with me, my um negative was um, my experiences there and what I experienced coming here made me... Before, <clears throat> so your negative, yeah, it needs to be without the hindsight of you being in the UK. Oh, so what? My negative fresh from coming? Mm. Without looking back on it now, yeah, my negative was um. Like, did you have family in the UK at the time you were um, in Nigeria? I wasn't close with, with um my other family at the time, like my cousins and that. Like I wasn't close with them. Mm-hmm. That that's a, a negative of that because obviously, like being in Nigeria, like when I first came, it wasn't more their fault. It was more my mentality coming, like. Mm-hmm. Obviously in Nigeria, when they're coming, they're bringing stuff. You're you're bare excited about mm-hmm. it. I was always felt the persona that they always felt they were better than me okay. and better than my family, and almost like looking down on us type of thing. So that kind of okay. created a, a rift between us, and it also made me very stubborn and angry when I first came, because I've now come into this country, obviously from Nigeria, and it's like I gotta be yeah, I gotta be that, I gotta be. Like independent, I gotta make sure like no one's giving me. I'm not in Nigeria where they should, they're gonna be giving me handouts when they come and all of this stuff, mm-hmm. which made me very angry towards a lot of people. Okay. Like I got in a lot of fights during school. Like they, I was having one to ones with Miss Dai, like anger management, all of this stuff. Like, was <laughs> it anger management in Nigeria, bro? Like, so like when I was here, so it was more like frustration because like. I felt like I couldn't ask for help because you're not in Nigeria anymore. No mm. one's entitled to help. You're not like you. in your normal territory. Yeah, I'm not in my in my normal territory. Thought mm-hmm. almost hey. like a yeah, like an out of place, like out of character experience. I was like, okay, I can't ask this, I can't say that, I can't do this, I can't do that. So what can I do? I felt very lost for like a good at least two years. Yeah. So it was only like in year nine when I now started feeling comfortable enough to be able to talk to guys like Tommy, talk to guys like Bugs, talk to all the other black people. And mm-hmm. like, it's even the, for a long purple, period. It's the purple blazer, bro. That, that purple blazer, <laughs> even for like, a long period, you I can even I felt like scared. I was like Ribena squad. Do you remember the Ribena thing? And polos, the polos. Do you guys remember polos? Like, even like for, for a long period, like even like Scaff, I was just like chilling with all the white people, just white people, just so I could feel extra comfortable. Because I'm thinking, cool, there's black people here and black too. The white people are the ones who I don't see the most. There's black people in Nigeria. You lot don't phase me. 
Mm-hmm. It's the white people who I'm like, oh, rah, you look skin, I really like that, like that. And you know what's mad that you say that? Like, when I went to Nigeria recently and I came back to London, I was like, ah, swimming in, because you don't deep it yeah. until you go back. Because you're like, when you go into Nigeria, the billboards, it's black people. The adverts, it's black people. Everything Everywhere is so go, inclusive. It's, 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 it's you. You see you in everything. Bro, like, like when now. Come, <clears throat> when you come back to the UK and you're like, oh, this is not my land. You're reminded that this is actually yeah. not your land. Like you, yeah. Like you're you reminded feel, of very you feel so lost you, like, and like, alone. Oh, this is, not my, this is not my home. This is just a base for me temporarily. And I think for me, that's actually where my like excitement for wanting to build a house in Nigeria comes from. I don't want to stay there. But I want to go there often enough and have a base there because I feel like you're. I don't know how to explain it. You're just accepted. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I know you what you feel mean. Like you belong. You feel home, and you're not even home. I, like, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean because my dad has been. He's had a project over like the past ten years, so he's probably got about three, three. Um, 12 block flats. Ooh. Already shout out built. to shout out to Tommy's dad. Shout out to him. The OG of OGs. OGs. I love that. You find it. Yeah, my role model, man. Shout out to him. So um, yeah, even speaking on you know, what you just said, Jay Man. From my perspective, not me per se, but yeah, you know, um Nigeria diaspora. When, diaspora. Serious, isn't it? I thought you were trying to. I'm going get scared. Tell me. Now we're applauding the lingo still. No, I, I, I felt that. I felt but that I co-signed as well. I, I said I was like. I was, oh, but I co-signed. <laughs> I did my research. Man. Oshé, no. Come on, man. Oshé, do yeah, coming thing. from us now is like. No. I don't want to speak from too much hindsight, but when we come across a fresh person, mm-hmm. it's like, look at this guy. Yeah, he's like, ah. He's just, he's just aff. Yeah. But there's no thinking behind it. Mm-hmm. At that age, it's ignorance. Yeah, especially at that age, secondary school, there's, there's no thoughts behind where this person come from. Come from. You know what, what have they, they faced? What, what have they, they faced? What they have they here? gone through? Bro, when I went to Nice, my mom used to tell me. <laughs> Did you just smack me? Stop fiddling, cuz. Why did she just smack me? He's in his element. I'm lit right now, so let's go, let's go. My mom used to tell me all the time when I was little and I went to Nigeria, I used to fall in the gutter a lot. Oh my God, that's not it, you know. It's not it. You know the gutter, you know when you walk into shops and you're like, the gutter. Be, what was she doing? They'll carry me. I don't know. I don't know what I was on. He was moving mad. I don't know what I was on, innit? He was moving mad. I don't know what I was on. Cool, but um, just things like that. Like, you don't know what kind of environments and what man and have gone through yeah. to now get to here. Yeah. And it's like the the, the accent thing I've, I've, I spoke about. Like, my sisters laugh at my parents. And I had to tell them one time, like, listen, like, I know it's funny and all of that, but sure. these men, you can say they're more intelligent than you know. Mm-hmm. They can speak fluently. They can speak their language, their mother tongue, and your language. Yeah, and you, and you're just, here. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting season your English by slap. But um, yeah, like it's just a place of um ignorance mm. that manning will come from where 100%. you know someone's fresh and everyone's laughing because you're fresh. But 100%. more time, that person's probably mentally no, not probably they're definitely mentally more advanced than you. Than you are. 
They see more life. Yeah, in Nigerian yeah. education wasn't based on your age. It was based it wasn't. on your how good and how yeah, sharp you are. Back in the day, it was it was lovely. Still, I don't know about now. I think the education system in Africa is better than the education yeah. system here. Period. Now, yeah. Period. I think. I mean, there's some schools. System, period. There's some better. schools here that incorporate the same. If you are academically ahead of your class, there's no reason for you to waste. No, year but doing deep the this, but deep this, they Bro. do agriculture in Nigeria. Bro. That's if it, that's something you need to learn realistically, like because you okay, you don't need to learn in you Nigeria. You, you need, need to learn okay, in Nigeria. You need to learn it. But where are you gonna where are you gonna farm? In your I hear garden? it. I hear it. But what I'm t- what I'm trying to say is like the Carrots. Nigerian education system goes out <laughs> of their way to make sure you're prepared for life. Everything, every aspect. They're not trying life. to go out of their way to just oh you got some nice grades. They yeah. want you to be prepared for life. I don't feel like the UK it's, education. It's funny, even like if that. I just digress to education in in the UK. If I'm yeah, like, who was I speaking to about like? Probably seventy percent of the things I learned in secondary school, I don't, don't learn, remember. I don't use. Don't remember. Yeah. Pi pi Pythagoras Pythagoras theorem, whatever it is. Just give me a shot. Just give me a shot, bro. Just give me a shot. Listen, I did. I did A level maths, yeah. Yeah. Because my dad told me to. Year twelve, worst year of my life. Oh no. Worst twenty sixteen. I remember you were so anti in college. Worst year of my life. Because I legit walked into a room and I was the dumbest there. I didn't know a damn thing. Worst year of my life in it. But that's the things I learned from there. I did mechanics. Nothing. English literature. What do you do with English literature? English language. What do you do? Science. Lotion. You just lotion English literature. Lotion. You just lotion. Yeah, you know, that's it. You just need you know, big words in that. Red connotates love. Yeah, bro. And passion. <laughs> that's it. All of that Lotioning. trash. But literally, like, it's only now that man is learning... What the hell does a credit score mean? Or, okay. or how do I pay my taxes? Things like that. You know what I mean? Like practical things that you, you need. Because when you get to uni and they drop two bags in your account and you're thinking, Let's not even get into uni for this me. rent, this rent that I need to pay, am I going to pay it? Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that just a quick digression on, on, on the. Now, definitely one thing I can say coming system. from Nigeria that taught me here is I never lost. Two things I never lost that I made sure was with me was discipline and hard work. Those mm. were the two things that Kept I think going. that are instilled in you in Nigeria from such a young age. Because obviously, obviously, I was homeschooled for a period. So obviously, when I went to boarding school, then I was skipped a couple of years ahead. Mm-hmm. So then, to them being a year group where you're now struggling, like you have to do the work to make work. sure if you're ever put back or held back a year, even though I'm like three years. At, Ahead of, like, I, when I tell people here, like, I was already in um, JS3, which is year nine. In what year? What year? What in year, year, like, 11, bro. I was already doing year nine stuff in year 11. No, year seven, sorry. You so I was year seven, eight, so I was 11. So I was 11 years old, and I was already in JS3. So my next step would have been SS1 on my way to going into university. Uni. Like, two more years and I'd be going into Uni. university, bro. Yeah. And this was at the age of 11. Wow. And then I had to come here. And almost feel like, almost feel like I've been taking two, three years back. Come on. And then have to now, I did feel dumb in a way because the way I was taught to do stuff wasn't the way it was being done here. So like, for example, I did, um, they put me down for maths, like GCSE in like, yeah, eight. I remember Mr. Sadiq was coaching me in it. So I would do the answers the way I would be doing it in Nigeria. Is Mr. City that short guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not rocket science. 
Huh? It's not rocket science. <laughs> That's what you always used to say. Bro, so like, I would do it the way you do it in Nigeria, where boom, bam, bam, you got the answer. The working out was very different. Yeah. Here, if the working out wasn't the way it was taught here, you weren't getting the yeah, mark. Yeah, definitely. Made me feel like I was you. dumb, like I didn't know anything. Mm. So that built up my frustration. English, hella mispronunciations. I didn't get it. It didn't make sense. Everything else was just so foreign. Mm. But if I was then taken back to Nigeria, I'd be ahead of people in my age group. Mm. Maybe that's that's the struggles of taking someone out of yeah, education. Bro. Like a completely different system in a different country to another country. It's a mad switch. Mm. Can't lie. And... It's co- like it's I said, crazy. It's people, like me, clash. people like me wouldn't wouldn't understand or deep what man is going through. You know what I mean? No, it's a culture. I feel like it's a cultural clash, like because what you're used to in the UK, you just come to school, you go out, you know, you go out after school, hang out with your friends, yeah. and then you go home, and it's just mm. this it's a vibe. Maybe go to a party on the weekend or an event on the weekend, and you go home and stuff vibes and and flowers and vibes. But Niger, it's not the same thing. Do you understand? Yeah, I don't want to imagine fam. No, but, but um, I feel like I feel like it'll, I feel like you need to go back though. I'll, I'll definitely go back. Are you definitely. trying to go back? I'm probably like my late twenties. What are you waiting for? Ah, <laughs> me. I still need to build my life here, Sha. No, but the reason why I like encourage you to go back even before then is because like I feel like there's a sense of home that there's a there's something that you get from Nigeria as a Nigerian that you can't get anywhere else. No, definitely, and it's not like. I haven't been to Nigeria. I know you have. But what I'm saying have. is, I want to go there for a year, unaided, oh, and just you be, be baptized like by fire. Okay, that's a lot though. Um, Nigeria for a year is a lot. My my work, it um it involves like it's based in Nigeria, okay. so I'll, I'll be You're able to need work to go there. there. Like I said, my dad has accommodation, so I'll be setting it. But okay. it's just the living there, the language, blah blah blah, language. all of that. But um. So I think now you'd be a lot. You sorry. You'll be fine. You'll be fine now. Yeah, there's you, a lot. The way things are now, I feel like if you go to Lagos now, yeah, you're like you're gonna love it. Like, mm. It'll be great, and like it'll be good for you. And the only reason why I say man. it'll be good for you is because I feel like it will give you that. Just I don't know. I feel like Nigeria just has something that, like, as a Nigerian, you can't get anywhere else. Mm. When you go back, it just gives you that influence. Like, it will teach you patience. So I'll tell you that. For that's another <laughs> I'll thing. Tell you that for I just free. smile and laugh. And you learn how to do with a lot of people. My mom was in Nige for two days until she had car car problems. Wow. I'm stuck on the motorway. They can't giving up. It is well. But well, you kind of touched already on coming back now. How did that affect you? The negatives and positives. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you guys as well. For me? Yeah. Uh, he was asking you. No, nah, I already touched already on it. Touched on it. Oh, okay, so I'm um, saying... So coming back, so I asked you when you were in Nigeria, mm-hmm. all the negative and positive like, effects on you. But coming back now, how did the experience tailor the way you moved forward You know, with your life, your, your new life, your new lease of life in the UK? Yeah, hygiene. <laughs> Word, word, word. I'm not going to hide It's a word. It's a word. In boarding school, you had. I'm just gonna keep it open, honest, and transparent. Right? I'm gonna keep it hot, mm. honest, open, and transparent. Cool. The toilets were in the ground. As in. In the ground. Yeah, man. Speaking. Yeah, in bro. The in the ground. It was like a little, a, a small little pipe. I don't even want to talk. Well, about it wasn't a small pipe. pipe. Let's not talk I about want to ask a question. I want to ask a question. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna ask a question, please, please, please. One question. You can't no. pause me on this or nothing. Like now, do you? What is your podcast? Why would I pause you? If the toilet's no. in the ground, how do you filter the system? How do you remove 
the, the human waste. The human waste. So I, I know, I, I know this because I, I, um, it's a. Do you want me to tell you? It's how? a direct. It's a direct <laughs> it's drainage a system. It's a squat. Oh. So the toilets, especially, were round. On the ground. Round pipes on the ground that lead directly oh, to the sewage. I was thinking it's a hole so, in the ground, fam. Yeah, yeah now nah, it's not. It's not no. like you, you've dug a hole. Nah, yeah, you no, yeah, no, dig yourself, no, no, It's literally. No. It's a There's toilet without, a without toilet. the toilet bowl. Yeah, it's basically. a toilet without the actual like toilet the bowl. So seat. the yeah. pipe is literally a direct drainage system all the way through. You so, guys wanted tea. We're giving you the tea. Your, your here, shit, so. man. Over your shit, don't need to be flushed because it's just going straight down the hole. No, but do you know what's magic? There was a senior year. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say your name because your name needs to be brought up. Your name is Dami D, Abby. Dami D. Yeah, it's cool. I've changed my. I'm not the same one, man. It's alright. What I'm gonna say is, this girl, yeah, she somehow convinced the head of um, nuns that I was doing a mad thing or I wasn't complying to their rules somehow. She was like, yeah, Esther's gonna need to have to clean one of the toilets with a toothbrush. Mm. And I said, huh? Well, hello, day. <laughs> I mean, the toothbrush just sunk in. Oh, listen. All I gotta say is thank you to God because that experience was so traumatizing. But at the same time, like it was humbling because I said, "Oh, I thought I was a big girl, definitely." Then I thought I was somebody on ends, in it. <laughs> and then I went back to Nige and they really showed me Pepe. They showed me Pepe in that place, you know. And you know what it is? I'm not gonna lie to you, yeah. Part of me, and to talk about the benefit of coming back to London after all of that. Yeah. When I came back, I was like, I need to take my life seriously. I need to really figure out what I want to do and just do it. Mm. Everything else is irrelevant. That was the mindset I came back with. I was like, okay, what do you want to do? You want to sing? I call sing. Or you want to sing? Just sing. That's what you want to do? Do it. Get your name out there. Make sure people know you for that. And I'm pretty sure you remember even like coming to like Leicester. I remember when I had my business cards and I got my business card done like at the end of college. I was like, do you know what? Leicester, it's going to be bait. It's going to be hot. I'm going to just promote what it is I love, which is music. Mm. And that's actually where my career started building. Mm. So I feel like if I didn't go to Nigeria, I may not have had as much tunnel vision as I had coming back. If I'm going to be completely honest. I feel like I don't know where my life would be. So mm. in as much as the experience was traumatizing, I want to shout out to my family mm. and my parents and those that love me that put me in that position. Even though it was mad, it really made me deep. People are really going through other things. Mm. There's more to life than pass up, pass up, pass up, issue, mm. issue with somebody. Funny, you touch on a topic that I want to close. No, nah, close it. Do you? No, go on, Cams. So how, coming back to the UK, how did your situation your experience in Nigeria affect you? Um, I feel like it made me understand that, like less, like um, like Esther said, just be grateful. But at the same time, it kind of made me hungry in the sense of like I want to be better in it. I want to be the best because mm. like in Nigeria, like you can see a lot of people that are just skating by, you know, mm. that are living that they're really surviving off of like giving out the gala, the bare minimum. Mm. You know, always need always needing a handout, but it made me feel like, you know what, like, forget about me being grateful. Like, I need to make sure that without being rude, but I don't want to be like this, innit? Of course. Like, I want to be the best, course, innit? I want to be something. So, of course. but yeah, it, Nigeria definitely made me touch more to my religious side. 
a hundred percent. Like it was in Nigeria that I really like gave my life to Christ, that I got baptized. It made me understand that you know what, like there's more to life than just the good things. Like you can really just understand and really get to know like Christ. So that's one thing Nigeria. Nigeria. I don't. I don't. I personally don't feel like no matter what, no matter me going to church now, me and all my friends and that, but. I don't feel like I would have been more in touch with Christ if I didn't school in Andrea for a couple of years. I mm. respect that. But yeah, that's it. How many years were you there for, man? I was there for two years. I done a four year sentence. I done two. I just, I just need um, reminders, you know. What I mean? Yeah, man. How did? No, thing... but how was it though? Like two years, because I was in there for a couple of months. Like... I feel like two years was like, I feel like the hardest part of the two years was the fact that I came back in, um, two thousand and ten, year seven summer holiday, and going back. I feel like that was harder. Then the initial part of going, because it's like you you've done your sentence and you come back for home visits. And Why you, didn't you just? How can you come back on holiday in the UK and willingly go back? It's because it's like it's because it's, it's like willingly it's like, like number one. Yeah, it's like really and truly, I'm the last born of four of of four yeah. boys, and it's so my brothers are like. Am I gonna stay at home and let them beat me up? Obviously, they won't beat me up forever, but it's like it's gonna be just years of like go 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 go. I'm, I'm a good, I'm a lot, I'm a good guy in it. I'm not gonna argue all the time in it. Mm. And secondly, it's like let's be let's be real. Like I've made friends there. Like I built a life there. Like yeah. do you get me? And it's like for example, I'm going to Nigeria. Go willing by next month. And some of the friends that I made in Nigeria, what almost like 13 years ago, mm. are coming to my granddad's burial. They've got material from my mum and that. So it's like I've really built friendships there. So yeah. it's like I almost want to go back. Yeah. Kinda because you've built a life. Yeah, I'm used to it. Do you know what the, I mean? The so, trauma that we all face in different ways was short lasting. Yeah. And it spiraled on to be something very beautiful. Beautiful and mm-hmm. career um not career character building mm-hmm. in a way. Like um if I, I, I personally think if I never left Nigeria to come here, I wouldn't be this confident person that I am now. Facts, I wouldn't facts. be this hard. We thank God for that. Definitely, definitely. And I feel like if I also just stayed there as well. Yeah. Lord knows what I'd be. I'd probably be selling gala in on, in traffic. You wouldn't God be. You wouldn't. You wouldn't be. Oh my God! Once again, you'd be, you'd be. Like, so you'd be a barrister, bro. Amen. I Once again, on the flip side, you know, you don't know what could be, but now I'm here. I'm focused on what's here and what Nigeria has really given me more than anything. Like everyone's literally said it, a go get attitude. Because you see what's going on there and you're like, nah, this is not what I want. Yeah. I want to be in a better position so exactly. that way I can at least help the people I know in this situation. And that's mad because now in contrast to me, I never had that. And I feel, I feel like I've coasted through important stages of my life. Um, not to say it's a bad thing. Um, I, was, I was always in top set. Like I wasn't, I wasn't dumb. I was always in top set, but I didn't, I can't say I, I ever really applied myself hundred percent the way you could have I was just coasting, coasting, coasting. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, if I had your mentality, it would be a lot different. It would be a lot different. hundred percent. It definitely does play a part. Like I remember like my first term in Nigeria, what, year seven, um, first term. Obviously we had three terms in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So first term, I remember we we done positions in it. Mm-hmm. So um in my class there was eighteen of us and my position was eleven. Uh, I finished eleventh out of eighteen. Yeah, so people. they rank you according they to rank you. in your they, class. They don't play. See the UK. I hear it. See the UK. No, no, no. See the UK. See if you was like nineteen out of nineteen. I'm like, oh, you just need extra studies. Yeah. But see in Nigeria, you bro, you're the worst. 
Like, so I feel like in Nigeria, when I don't know that now, it's a league. It's and a league. Sorry, yeah, if you're like bottom five, you get relegated to to basically repeat the year, bro. So if you keep if you keep doing ranking, it, yeah, bro, bro. So <laughs> I got I got I finished eleven out of eighteen, and my granddad was like, "God bless his soul." He was like, "You're finishing, nah, bro. Like this Christmas holiday, like you're revising. You're like you're gonna make sure when you come back, you're doing you're your damn thing. Like because in Nigeria, let's let's, let's keep it a butt. Like in '09. They weren't like Snapchat. They weren't Twitter. So it was like being cool at the time was either A, being the best at football. Yeah. Or, or B, being, being smart. smart. Yeah. So that's all it was. Oh, it no, was nothing else. That's perfect. Do you get that me? So in, cool. I was good at I football. I feel like it's still the same now though. Like Probably. Nah, yeah. Now you got TikTok. Like all them things. In, Niger- in Nigeria now, like they're all gravitating towards the social, social media. media. They're coming towards yeah. the West. They're coming towards yeah. the Western yeah. world. Yes, yeah. it's true. The Afrobeats as well. So yeah, 100%. 100%. Well, so you men are going through this. I'm at home playing quad. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and and you know what's worse for people like me? People like me, people like Essie, like, I, I should be at home playing quad. I should be at home playing FIFA, but I'm not. So it's like, it's almost like a mental mental battle. Like, I know that, that the work I'm putting in right now would have, would have been sufficient enough for me to be like in top set. But because I'm in this country that I didn't ask to be in, it's not sufficient enough. So it's it's a it's a proper battle. But I feel like a lot of the time, because we're so young, it's it's almost subconscious. So you, sorry, go and on. I also feel like as well, like when you come back and like you've got that tunnel vision. I personally feel like I would never have tapped into my tunnel vision as as a young woman if I didn't go to Nigeria. Facts. Fair enough. Fair the, enough. Where I am in my career today is mm. based on that. No, not only I that, like not only that, obviously, but that played a, a big, big part. Because yeah, I was like, massive. do you know what? It's not that time. You got, you got to take your life seriously. Hundred percent. You got to not just say you want to do something, but do, do it. it. Mm. Like, do you know Definitely. what I mean? And, and I felt, and I feel like I lost a lot of friends as well when I came back. I didn't have. I lost. I got. I lost a good ninety-five percent of my friends, friends come because on, it was like it was like. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm trying to go to studio every day. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get this music thing going. I'm trying to get my brand out there. They're like, oh, we're trying to go to OTS. I'm like, OTS? What's that? Mm. Right now, with what's on ground? Kini OTS. Tiny OTS. They probably thought you what is new fight No, they thought Nigeria I was moving brand new. A lot of people didn't like me when I came back from Nigeria. And like, obviously, like, I've been friends with you since year seven, so it's different. Like, mm. I've known you since young as well, and you as well. But a lot of, like, my female friends were like, she's not fun anymore. Mm. She doesn't want to just come out and have a vibe. No, I don't. I don't. I want to blow. Mm. <laughs> I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get the mill. I'm trying mm. to get myself out yeah. there. Do you know what mm. I mean? So I think going away does do that to you. Hundred percent, man. Hundred percent. I think it can still do that to you now, though, Tony. Even though you didn't Not go back then, it can still do that now. Because I can imagine you going to Nigeria. I, I can. I don't know. Why I can see. I can see you going to Nigeria and being so inspired when you come back. Mm. All your experiences. They influence me in it, even okay. though I haven't been there. Yeah. It will, man. And then added to you know who I am right now of at course. this age, going there, definitely. That's the whole reason I want to go, just to immerse myself in the mm-hmm. culture. But before we wrap up, I got one more, one last topic. So mm-hmm. after everything you said, yeah, mm-hmm. do you believe that the practice of shipping your kids for one reason or the other mm-hmm. is outdated? No. Yes. No. Yeah. I think yes, it depends yes, how. Yeah. I think it depends how. I think the way I got shipped, no. But Actually, I can't really talk. I never got shipped. So no, you guys like, take the floor. I personally feel like the way I got shipped was rude, didn't it? Because like, I got told I was going to a wedding. So it's rude, isn't it? But I think if I'm informing you and I'm giving you like a real breakdown of why this is going to be good for you, even if you hate me for now, you're going to like me later. 
because you're gonna understand why I've taken you back home. Even that breakdown can make you have an epiphany. It can. Yeah. It can. That's that's what I was gonna say. There's so much more to life than just where you're at. Yeah. Where you are. Don't worry, we got one more shot for you. I was gonna say like um yeah I was gonna say like with my kids like if it's God forbid if it ever comes to a situation where I feel like Nigeria will benefit them, I'm I'm going to tell you I'm gonna be like bro you continue on this path like. You'll find yourself in Nigeria living that like, full stop. But you see, I feel like I, I want to take my tell kids you, about... So that way you know, you know where you're going to end up if you continue. And if you don't have that epiphany I expect you to have, you will experience the life. Like, give or take. You, I mean, to you be will honest with you, though, I want to take my kids to Nigeria outside of them being naughty. Naughty, yeah. I hear I want to take them back, even if like they're good, the goodest youths. I want to take them back just for that cultural discipline. To understand the importance of understanding your motherland. I see Cam's disagrees. You disagree? Mm-hmm. <laughs> tell there's, me there's, there's different reasons, like, isn't it? Just before you Go tell on. me I disagree, tell me why you disagree. Yeah? The reason why I feel like it's good is because even just simply being in a car in traffic in Nigeria. We'll teach you a lot. We'll teach we'll you. humble you, man. Because oh. you see so kids your age, kids younger much. than you, selling you. Auntie, 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 auntie that's, that's the same age as my niece. You're saying auntie, auntie, you're speaking in full, full sentences just because you are suffering. We don't get to understand that level of suffering here because in as much as we see homeless people, and we're disconnected from it mm-hmm. in the UK. Mm-hmm. We can just... Okay, yeah, I'll give you a pan, two pan. Oh, Keep stepping. No, 100%. But Nigeria is in your face. Mm. You can see that poverty. It's, the poverty is screaming at you. Mm-hmm. So you have to be alert to it. I get, I hun- listen. I just, I, want my, I just want my kids to, be, to know that, to understand course, what that is. Of course, 100% get what you're saying, but I just feel like the, the, the approach of taking your, your kids abroad, um, the, the shots are finished. The approach of taking your kids abroad is, is the, <laughs> it's the easier approach, isn't it? In a sense of like... No, like I ideally, I, I do understand why a lot of parents do take their kids abroad because it's like, you know what, you personally feel like you can't offer the lifestyle that you would have wished to give to your child. So it will be easier and it will be better for the child to push them away and send them to another, like, another family or another country. But I do feel like the whole reason as to why a child looks at their parent as like number one and why they have respect for their parent is the whole fact of being with their parent and the parent nurturing them. So I feel like when you grow up in another household, even if it's your auntie or your like your cousin, that's not your parent. No matter what you want to think, like no matter what that parent does for you, even if that 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 auntie gives you like times five or what your parent ever gave you, mm. that is not your mom or your dad. And so you're be. always gonna feel like if I'm with you, if let's say me, you, me and you, SW, grew up mm-hmm. together mm-hmm. and everything J-Man, J-Man's our dad, mm-hmm. and he gave you everything he gave you, he gave me. At the end of the day, that's not my dad. So if me and you are hanging on the cliff, he's going to save you first. No matter what, even if you think we're the same, it's subconsciously good. Same. So yeah. it's like me growing up in Nigeria, it's like I was with my granddad and my uncle. And it's like, I always felt like I didn't want to ask for certain things. I didn't feel like I was like, I was obliged to say certain things. Yeah. So it's like me as a parent, I would never send my kids away unless I couldn't, unless I was not here. Even if I could, even if I could send you to, let's say you're my sister and you could provide for them times five to the amount I could, I'm not sending you there. But what do you think about the cultural like influence? Because there's only so much you can learn about your culture from another country. I understand. Mm -hmm. But I feel like what it means is that as a parent, you need to go extra harder. That's all it means because I feel like I have friends that I've got from the UK that don't understand Yoruba. 
to the level that I do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm being so honest. People always say you're capping, but I feel like I'm being so honest. The level that I understand you're at, I promise you, going to Nigeria only probably paid about 10%. I'm being so honest. Like, yeah. the Yoruba that I learned was from my parents in the UK because everything they said to me was in Yoruba. The food yeah, I ate was, was Nigerian food. Like, right. they didn't raise me in that Western culture. It was okay. like Nigeria, like, on the forefront. I mean, my parents tried to do Western, Western vibes. No, that didn't get that. I actually agree. You might have swayed me because I agree with what... Because my parents leaving me with my grandma made me dislike them Mm. in a way where I felt like I was disconnected from my family. Like, yeah, cool. There was no video call like back then. So it was one of those ones where it was literally just when they call... I say hi to my mom. And I felt like I was talking to a stranger when I was Mm. talking to my mom, Mm -hmm. talking to my dad, even talking to my older sister. Like I was like, oh, I didn't really have much to talk to him about. I don't really know what she looked like anymore. I don't know what any mm-hmm. of them looked like. And for them to just come back and then spring a little brother on me that I didn't really... That's Bro. crazy. That's and crazy. Okay, you, can, you, can, you, can, you can probably see resemblance of that relationship between me and Timothy where like, when Daniela's asking me for this, I'm like, yeah, nah, nah, that's Daniela. But then Timothy, I'm a bit like... I don't know you, What the you, hell bro. do you want? Bro, that's like, facts, bro. So like... like I'll go on, now go on. So like from that point of view, I, I agree because yeah, I, I resented them for a very long period because I went from living with them to them just dumping me off with my grandma and just only speaking to them. And it's, a, and it's not rude to say dumb because I feel like right now, bro, like, and like, you probably hear me on Discord, but you might hear me, I'll be on Discord and you just hear my mom call me. And my mom was like, you don't even call me. And I'm like, bro, because I'm like, I'm genuinely so used to not having to speak to you, to speaking to you once every quarter, to speaking to you like only on special now occasions. Now you're making me deep stuff about No, it's true, you, but bro. I'm telling you, no, it's no cap. Because like right now, like, I'm not being rude, but like, I love my mom. I will always need her alive and in my life. But in terms of the direct contact, bro, don't I don't it. need it. I don't need it because I'm, I'm so used so to it. so much not... sense when my yeah. sister's so close with my mom. And I'm like... Mm. I don't need it, I see bro. You, I see like, you. I genuinely it. don't need it. And my mum's always like, wow, but you don't even come. I'm like, mum, you need to understand I've got that. I've things to do. <laughs> you sent, no, no, but I think you sent me to another country yeah. where I could only speak to you when I had the chance and not when I wanted to. You know to. what's magic that you guys are talking about this year? Because I feel like when I got sent to Nigeria, I actually like low-key didn't like my like, family mm. like, for a while. Mm. And everything I wanted to be outside. And, and let me tell you the reason why. The reason why was because Everyone really played a uh-huh. whole game. In the charade. Like, even, like, on the day, my brother called me to his room. He was like, I need to, have, I need to chat to you. By the way, by this point, I just... All I knew was I'm going to a wedding. That's bad, though. My brother said to me... My brother came... He was like, come to my room. I was like, all right, cool. My brother never... My brother was like, he's in his own world, you know. He doesn't really normally do too much monologues. Mm. He <laughs> called me. He was like, I need to chat to you. I was like, oh, I should chat to and you. This one, I want to I was like, what? What are we talking about? Sure. <laughs> Do you get what I'm trying to say? And he was like to me, yeah, like, I just want to let you know I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm so, I'm so happy for you. Well, like, in, terms of, in terms of, in terms of like, how much you've grown as a young lady. I said, oh, shit. I promise. Thank you. <laughs> hey, me. I was even like, wow, my brother's empowering me. Wow. For my trip with my polos with my sister. Wow. I was gassed. And now your accent is so To them find out. To <laughs> them find out. I was getting shit. I'm not even trying to go back to the trauma in it because that's not where we're going. I'm just touching base on the fact that I disliked them for a while. Mm. And I was a lot more comfortable being outside than being inside. Mm-hmm. I, like, I find a lot more peace being in the wilderness where you left me. Trust. 
Hmm, that's a word. Nah, Dana sorry. Home. Or two of you. You like a voice, man. Dana oh. home. I need to talk to my mom when I get oh. home. Still. <laughs> I'm ready. I don't, you know I what's mad? Nobody, bro. You know what's mad? Nigerians, but Nigerian parents. They won't want to hear it. They like, don't nah, want to hear I'm it. I'm past it. I feel like my mom's been westernized a little bit. Where she's Your mom is still to now a Nigerian. My mom has been. It. My mom came to the UK when she was when she was eighteen. Ooh. My mom was 50, 54 mm. now. Arubo. She's like she came time ago. It's so, mad because, but it's pride. It's pride. It's the, I'm not sure to cut you, but it's pride, it's, isn't it? It is. It she, is. What I'm saying to her, she's not going to want to accept pride. it. The only person I will understand who has passed away now is my granddad. Wow. Because he will get it. Because he will understand what mm. I'm saying. Like, he'll be like, you know what, I hear you, but put God first, isn't it? Trying to understand where she's coming from. And I do 100% get it. She wants to give me the best life that she can. She wants to make me number one. Are you the last born? I'm the last born too. Can you imagine so, as well, like, when I was leaving, my mom was crying. So was I. I didn't know. My mom was crying. Mm. But I didn't know why, why she was crying. She was crying. You know, she was like, like, that's how it's going. Like, You're thinking, I'm what's going on? I'm bro. I'm just going to a wedding. Like, relax, calm down. Did you, you get me? You know, what, you know what was mad? I don't want to talk to you because I know we're wrapping up, but no, what was mad for my mom was the fact that when I went, cool, she dropped me now, but she, when I came back in year seven, summer holiday, and I've come back with all the Nigerian tendency, like, Washing my plate as soon as mm, I finish. Washing your clothes, cleaning your the bath. Good morning, ma. Good afternoon, sir. Like okay, going to bed on time. I'm just going to praying. Mm. When she saw all of those tendencies that I didn't have before, mm. and she now seen that in the real life, which is making her life easier mm. to now send back your last child. It was that that was that was harder for so her. The second than, time was it was harder than, than the, than the initial part of sending me. Yeah, hundred percent. Because she harder. saw the impl- how you had implemented the culture into mm-hmm. yourself and how you. would made sure it added value to your mm-hmm. personality. Last thing I want to ask is, you've all seen the changes that yeah. been um taken back home has done mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And do you still feel like you're... I don't want to say give your own kids that opportunity, but you still feel like it's a good idea to not do that to your own yes. kids? For me, for me, I want my kids to go back to Nige. Even if it's in a nicer way, what do you want to do out there? I will fund everything you want to do out there. I just need you to go back home. I need you to understand that. I understand that. that. I need you to understand that the government out there don't care enough about your health to close the gutters. That's a reality some people are living. Mm. I need you to understand that. Not because you're going to go through that in London, but because your cousins are going to go through that. Mm. Your uncles are going to go through that. Mm. Your aunties are going to go through that. Bottom line, your people. Your people are going to go through that. Just empathy. You need to be able to relate to them on that level mm. to be able to understand where they're coming from. Because mm. if not, you're going to... What you said about you coming to London and then hating or like being angry. Yeah. You was angry because they couldn't relate level with you. Yeah. Mm. If they don't go back, they will never be able to level with mm. you. And so for me, that's where my inspiration for wanting to take my kids back. Mm. But it, it, it may not be in the same traumatic way it may not be like a terrible school to shave your head, all of that stuff. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It may be in a lighter mm. way, but Don't I just need you to, to go back. To For me, that's just me though. Don't forget I to send you. a picture. I hate you. Kill us, sir. I get you. Go on. Don't forget to send a picture. Oh, shit. I need to see that though. Yeah, I've got a picture on lock. It's on my, it's on my, um, my, um. Favorites. No, it's, it's Where on my windowsill. Like I, I just keep it there. So oh, okay. I, I, you always wanted a therapy session from me and I think this was it still. Really? Yeah, his chest has been... No, I'll be uh, uh, randomly on Discord. I just start pouring. My, my mom will call me like, and I'll go on mute. 
And I'll come back, I'm just angry. I'm just like, what's so angry for? Yeah, nah, it, it's, angry. it's made me actually face a lot of stuff that I thought was just me being me, innit? Like, nah, but I wouldn't, it's not. Like, I don't... It's rare for like when I when I go on like a trip, let's say I go see the missus for like a couple of days, or I go somewhere or go on holiday, and I call my mom. She, even she's shocked that I've called her mm-hmm. when I'm not at home. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not at home, you don't see my brick light. Like she says, like once I leave the house, that's it. It's done. You won't see me You're until, I, until I'm me. back in the house. From me. And I think it's that independence that they forced me to have. You forced me. It's your fault. Like, but like, so you I'll be honest. Blame me now. Do you know why you bust? It's because I feel like you're not the last born. Yeah. So I feel like for me, people like Esther, it's like my mom and like remember this is the last push. So my mom, yeah. she felt like she's given me everything she's mm. got left. There was mm. no other like choice. my mom took me. I I know for sure. I I will never. And the only reason why I still my mom's my mom, but why I still place her with high significance is the fact that I know that she done certain things that she didn't do for my brothers for me in it. But I still feel like for the, for just to reiterate is like sending your sending your child abroad, whether it's Nigeria, which is like Wherever the cultural is, side, yeah. America, it's the, it's the easy way out. Yeah, you can you can go harder and take extra precautions to make sure your child still but gets that cultural upbringing. Because I know we're closing, but can I just quickly add, yeah, like we've been closing for twenty minutes. <laughs> I was about to say that. Well, I was like, I know we're okay, closing. Just quickly, what I want to say is, I'm not a parent in it, so I don't know what it means to be a parent. But I don't know why, as I've been getting older, maybe like in the last four or five months, I've been thinking. It's actually not easy to like she have like ownership over a whole other human being. Mm. Being a parent must be a lot. Mm. Like, there's a lot of subconscious emotions you feel without even trying to feel them because it's your child in it. So it's like, we have to, like, cut them a bit of slack. Just mm-hmm. a little bit. I in do, a se- man. In a sense of, like, really it's hard. It's hard. But at the same time, like, can they really tap into everything? They're still learning themselves. Mm. 100%, 100%. And from where they're coming from as well, they're not even, like, it's not as if they were all born here and they've, like, had the westernized way to, like, yeah. learn life. They're figuring it out on the go as well. My mom used to walk around the village with no shoes. Mm. My mom has her own mortgage, has three graduates under her belt now. Mm. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. It's like they're coming from a whole number. Yeah. To all of us, both parent and, and uh, children, we're, mm. we're both still learning. We're all learning. And the one thing that um, I would say is like, the African, the African and Nigerian pride doesn't allow open communication. It really doesn't, and I think that's what kills a lot of relationships, especially family, because I'm here opening up on the pod and realizing shit about myself that I know if I go home, I'm gonna tell my mom. But can I ask you a question? She, like, she won't get it. Have you gone out of your way to break that barrier down? Because I had to make sure I did. I I done. I did. Um, I, I went out of my way to make sure I sat both my dad and my mom down. I'm like, look. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, there hasn't always been open communication in my house. Okay. But I feel like as, um, especially me and my, well, especially me, because having both backgrounds, especially because my sister didn't really have much of the Nigerian background, but me having both backgrounds, I was able to then have both both worlds and then be able to break barriers. Like now, I'm telling my mom, like, when something's happened with my relative and she's dealing with it the wrong way, I'm like, you didn't need to do that. Mm, this is how you should have done mm, it instead. Mm, mm. So now we're starting to actually have open conversation mm. where she's actually listening to me. Mm. But because I'm closed off emotionally because of everything I've everything gone through the and past. the independence that I've been forced to build, I'm still not comfortable enough to open how I really, really feel about the experiences that she's put me through. So you don't feel like you've overcome it So yet. I don't feel like I'm comfortable enough to talk about it with her. Okay. Mm. But I feel like I'm open enough to have this chat and let people know. 
it's when a, it comes to the actual perpetrator itself, it's herself, res- it's respect, I can't man. say. Mm. It's respect, isn't it? I, I'll be honest, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't feel so comfortable to come to any of you lot just to, and this is the laughing I'm saying in full reference. <laughs> but this, I wouldn't feel comfortable to come to any of you lot to tell you something like you're wrongdoing that easily. Yeah. yeah. Unless it affects like me. Yeah. Like I wouldn't feel comfortable even if it does affect me, I wouldn't feel comfortable to say, Oh J man, bro, like you're doing this or telling yeah, me you're doing be that. Honest. Because I don't wanna like so imagine your parent that like, gave birth to you that's put a lot of money into like no, but you also life. you also need to be very, very like for me personally, I feel like I'm nearly twenty-five. I've established a career for myself. I'm still your child, but I need my own boundaries. And if you do not put those boundaries in place, it's like, I'm not saying put boundaries in place for your parents because like, you got to respect them. But if you can't draw that line with your parents, how, how are you ever going to be able to do that for your own life outside with strangers? True. Sure. Yeah. If you can't do it with your own people that know you, that raised you, that know you more than anyone could ever know you, mm. how are you going to be able to step out into the real world and actually be who you really want to nah, be? Facts, facts. So for me, I feel like I had to do that when I came out from Nigeria. I was like, mom, I'm on this music thing. You need to support it. Mm. If you don't support it, it's your own. Mm. I'm still going to respect you. I'm still going to love you. But this is what I'm doing. And I had to do it. But I feel like a lot of like people need to like do it for themselves. Because it, what it does is it opens up the doors for you to actually build a real relationship with yeah. your parents. My mom's like my best friend now because of that. Mm. Before then, it was like, oh, you're my mom and I'm your daughter. But once I was able to like, just really put like, just like, mom. It was hard though. Like, it took a couple of like takes and stuff. Mm. What I'm gonna say to is... do it, it, it really allowed me to tap into myself because you need to remember, in as much as you're your, your parents' child or your own person, mm. yeah, and you have your own life, you're gonna live, you're gonna get married, you're gonna have kids, you're gonna start businesses, you're gonna explore your career. If you do not tap into that fully, your parents, what makes you think you're gonna be able to do that? All I can say is to the three of you, think about it. <laughs> You're so silly. You're dumb. Not me it. having a serious monologue and you say, think about it. Think on. about it. That's, that's a brilliant way hey. to, to end this session. Just just think about it, man. You man touched on a lot of deep stuff a in the, in the last stuff. part of this session. Yeah. Right. Well. I can't lie, my chest is a bit hot, like, because... We said a lot, and it's I'm not the Captain Morgan. I'll be honest. Oh, no, <laughs> being silly. I'll, I'll be honest though. I'm really happy that we had this conversation because I don't feel like people have enough conversations about this stuff. Like what you yeah. said about the documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's really that needs to happen. Anyway, you yeah, two yeah, are yeah, next yeah. in line to blow. So when you lot do, make sure you, you know, remember me. Let them know. We'll do it. Yeah, yeah. Tell them to come get yeah. me. Yeah. I was about to say my full Addy. Yes, my people. Oh, wow. what a session. We've come what to the end session. of our first visual session. Please just give me a virtual. Woo! Love you. Wanna big up Cam? Oh, the really podcast is the best podcast in the whole world. <laughs> so, Yay! Thank you. Wanna big up Cam's wanna big up. This Esther. is why you feed your, your guest drinks, cuz. <laughs> no, this is not about drinks. On really podcasts, they be spitting some real gems, innit? So you lot need to tap. In. Four years, four years strong, man. Period. I four, I do you need to tap in, and it's about to get madder and bigger. Four so you need to tap in. Years. Sure, I do, Hundred yeah, percent. I want to shout, Cam's. Appreciate you, brother. Original member. Appreciate you coming on on our first visuals, being a part of history. Esther, yeah. appreciate you as well, man. Good Boy. luck in it. You guys, a chance to you know shout out your socials, anything you're doing. 
Um, yeah, man, just look out for me. Just dropping more content, you know, getting everything done. Um, as long as you look out for them, these are my brothers. So if you look out for them, you'll look out for me at the same time. They'll post whatever I'm doing, I'll post Fair whatever enough. they're doing. So you can't really miss me. But yeah, just keep your eyes peeled. We're growing and growing, man. So yeah. Sure. Exactly. And I'm Esther Durin here with Unruly. And I'm very happy to be here. Very excited to be here. And you guys just need to make sure you're tapped in Esther Durin everywhere socials, streaming platforms, everywhere. So yeah. Shot, shot, shot. Once again, shout out Ten Lenses Studio. <laughs> I, just had, I just had to read it and just he, he didn't, just, he didn't want that shot. Ten Lenses. He didn't want it. At the end of the episode, allow me, man. Allow me. Miss me that. Miss me that. Shout out, shout out them for you know hosting us with the beautiful scenery. No cap, it's beautiful. Equipment yeah. and yeah, man. Um, just to reiterate, we do release weekly now. If you haven't understood that by now. I don't know what's Every going on. Monday, you are 8 a.m. When you're guys, standing at the station on your way to work, that's you can it. start listening to Unruly. You guys were getting on to us. We, we released on Monday for a month. You haven't said anything as well, man. Hello. It's not your fault, it's our fault. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's your boy Gaff. And last but not least, it's your boy J-Man, aka Oshie Live and Direct. Thank you very much. Show, show, show.